John, uh, it's a joyous, joyous time here in Houston. Fourth World Series in six seasons for the Houston Astros. You've been you've been doing this rooting for sports teams things a little longer than I have. Have you ever rooted for a team, John, in your lifetime that's been this dominant in this period, like this this size of window as this Astros team? The best Astros team I've ever seen was 1998 when Randy Johnson came in here after the trade and was 10 and 1 with a 198 ERA in Bagwell and they couldn't get back to, past the Padres. They had experienced heartache in 1980 against the Phillies, 86 against the Mets. Then, of course, they were swept by the White Sox in the first World Series. But this team, because of its con- sustained excellence, and the way I think Astros fans, Sean, are so tired of hearing talk about cheating and the scandal post-game. That's what Bob Costas went straight to, which was ridiculous. Instead of praising him, but he went straight to the cheating. And it seems like it's so old, it's got dinosaur poop on it. And uh, so the fact that the fans have suffered along for a long time, a lot of disappointment, going to the last game against the Rays to go to the World Series, losing the World Series every game at home to Washington, and then losing in six to the Braves last year. And now to be so dominant and to win every game in the first two series, then they put up that stat last night. The other two teams that did that lost. Yeah. And and that's that's kind of scary because the Phillies, I've watched the Phillies, they are hitting the ball. At just the right time for them, they have power hitters led by um, Hoskins and Harper, good bullpen, but they're start, starting pitching. They're pitching really top to bottom, can't match the Astros. And one reason I'm pulling for the Astros is because nobody can claim this one's tarnished or tainted by any kind of scandal. And what's amazing is they've done this without Tuve not hitting, and they've done it with Tucker not hitting, and Alvarez went through a slump. But it looks like Altuve's out of it. Alvarez is out of it at just the right time. It's going to be so much fun, home field advantage. By the way, you know what the famous NY Yankee logo stands for? What? Next year. Yeah, always. <laughs> always. And we'll see if Aaron Judge is a part of it next year. That'll be the big talking point in New York. John, there's so many things to dig into with the Astros, and you just laid a lot of them out there. I, but the, the, the one thing off the top there, your historical perspective I love because it goes to show you the degree of difficulty of what this Astros team has accomplished, not just getting to six straight, ALCSs, but getting to four World Series out of those six trips to the ALCS, and hopefully they close this one out with a World Series win. I'd love to see them get two World Series wins so we can start to talk about the dynasty sort of conversation. But, I mean, think think about that. If you want some perspective on that, the Astros for, for decades couldn't even get to the LCS until the early 2000s. They'd been around for 60 years before they made it to the League Championship Series, and they'd had some good teams over the course of those those seasons, really starting in 1980 and then sporadically in the 80s, but then in the late 90s. And they didn't even get to an LCS until 2004. They didn't get to a World Series till 2005. They didn't win a World Series till 2017. And all those trips to the playoffs before the strike in 1994 were all when the playoffs were much uh, – it's a much shorter path back then. You know, you, you win a three out of five series and you're in the World Series – 
this team is 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 winning divisional series. They're winning ALCSs. I think it's absolutely incredible. And and I you know this particular team, obviously the pitching is the signature of this particular team. But the thing that I will always remember from this league championship series, two things: one, the performance of Jeremy Pena sort of replacing Carlos Correa as that clutch shortstop, which had been a concern coming into the postseason. But just the fact, John, that the Yankees made mistakes in games three and four, that it felt like when the Yankees were winning World Series back in the late 90s, other teams always made those types of mistakes, and the Yankees would pounce on them for that. The Yankees with the Bader error in game three, with two outs in that inning, that left the, kept the inning alive and led to Chaz McCormick hitting a two-run homer, which is all they needed in that game. And then in game four, the play they're going to remember up in New York for they'll, they'll be talking about it for the foreseeable future. The Glaber Torres botched double play in the seventh inning that may have ended the inning. At the very least, you're going to have two outs with a runner on first. You know, instead, it's one out runners first and third and your Don and Bregman both come up and do their thing. And it goes from five, four Yankees to six, five Astros. This Astros team, you cannot give them openings like that. You cannot give them extra outs. They will pounce on you, and it's not just the big guns in the lineup. There were a lot of things that the other folks did in the lineup in this in this series and in this playoff that's been very encouraging for next week. I'm going to write a column for Gallery Sports about that 1980 NLCS in which four, back then it was a five-game format. The last four went to extra innings, and the last game – they're up three runs in eighth. Nolan Ryan on the mound. I was in Kansas City covering the Oilers losing to the Chiefs and rookie running back Joe Delaney mm-hmm. had, I think, 180 yards. And after it was over, the PR guy, Bob Springer, let Dale Robertson, who was covering for the Post and I, go to their lounge. He kept it open <laughs> for us so we could watch it on the TV. And we thought, sure. In that eighth thing, they ain't going to win, and then they lost it. It was heartbreaking for the fans because that team was really good. Yeah. They were loaded with talent. Five managers came from those two teams. Hmm. Think think about the Phillies, Sean. They had Steve Carlton pitching. They had Mike Schmidt, Pete Rose, Larry Boa. They had so many good players then. Greg Luzinski, the Astros were good. They had good pitching. And it was a great series, but like in 80 against the Phillies, 86 against the Mets, mm-hmm. 98 against the Padres, they mm-hmm. just couldn't pull it off. And, and I think the Astros are a dynasty. And if they win this World Series as their favorite to do, that would be World Series victories in the first of the six years, tainted, of course, and the last of the six years, untainted. And people, People may not like them, but, man, you've got to respect them. John, you know who the catcher was on that Phillies team? Who? Bob Boone. Father Bob of Aaron Boone, Boone. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Father of Aaron Boone. Yeah, that was – I like that. I, my mom's from Philly. That Philly team, I liked – I enjoyed that Philly team. I wasn't a Houstonian. I was, you know, 14 years away from being a Houstonian at that point. Um, but I remember that team. Yeah, Bake McBride and Gary Maddox in the outfield with their big afros. They, they, they had some they had some delightful afros on that team. Uh, yeah, so that was Manny Trio at second base, John. So he was the MVP of was. that series. Yep, and of all the stars on that Philadelphia roster, which that team reminds me of one of the funniest quotes I can ever remember. There was a big rivalry in the seventies. 
in the early 80s between the Phillies and the Reds, the big mm-hmm. red machine. They won it all in 75, 76, and their shortstops, Larry Boa and Dave Concepcion. And Boa used to infuriate Concepcion with his antics and his psychological stuff he pulled on him, and he kept calling Concepcion Elmer. Elmer, what's up, Elmer? He got out of second base. How you doing, Elmer? Finally, Concepcion said, why do you call me Elmer? He said, because every time I look at the box score, it says E. Concepcion. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget that. That's good. That's good. I like the uh, the good-natured trash talk. Um, and by the way, you remember who the closer was for the Phillies back then, John, for that team? Uh, who was it? Tug, Tug McGraw. Tug of McGraw, father of uh, country music star and Yellowstone uh, or 1883 star Tim McGraw, yep. hus- husband of Faith Hill, most importantly. So, yeah, Tug, what was his catchphrase for that team? No, that was the Mets. That he had, he had, didn't he coin the We Believe? Yeah, maybe so. He was on those Mets teams too. Yeah, I, just, I always just remember him slapping his glove on his thigh when he'd walk off the mound. That was his trademark. He'd always walk back to the dugout slapping his thigh with his glove. So, about these Astros, John, here's what concerns me is I would almost rather be playing a team like the Dodgers in the World Series that won 100 something games or the Mets. You know, so one of these teams that's on the same sort of regular season level as the Astros. Because this Phillies team is very much a doppelganger of the last two teams to beat the Astros in the World Series. Let me give you some numbers here. Washington, in 2019, they were 58-53 and on August 4th. They were kind of floundering around sort of dead. They went 19-5 and over the next 24 games. They wound up winning 93 games that year. Got a wild card. Beat the Astros in the World Series. 2021. On August the 1st, Atlanta was sub-500. They were 52-55 and 55 on August the 1st. They went on to go 16-2 and two over their next 18 games and finished 88-73. and 73. They win the World Series. Philadelphia was 50-47 and 47 on July 28th. They had fired their manager early in the season. 12-1 and one over the next 13 games. They wind up winning 87 games. That 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 makes me nervous. You know, that like that. These teams that are wildcard teams... You look at their record, you go, all right, well, at least we're not facing the Dodgers who won 111 games. No, but you're facing a team that's playing just as good a baseball over this specific stretch as a team like the Dodgers are capable of playing right now, and they're believing in themselves. These, these, these little, uh, little engine that could uh, teams of destiny, John, make me nervous because the last two times this happened, both NL East teams, by the way, Washington and Atlanta, um, the last time the Astros faced teams like this, it did not go well for them both times. And the fact that I think they called playoffs here in that last series, even though the Astros, I think, won two of the three. Is that correct? Yes. And they're hitting the long ball. The Astros are not hitting a lot of home runs, starting at the top with Kyle Schwarber. Did you see that 488-foot <laughs> Shot he I hit. did. It hit the oh side of my, my building, God. John. Of course I saw it. It broke my window. <laughs> <laughs> then the one that he hit in the trees in center field that they said was 425. If they hadn't had all those trees out there, it might have still be going. But there and Bryce Harper's been fantastic. Yep. Castellanos, Hoskins, those guys can hit. And so I think it's going to be a great series. I'd love to see the Astros sweep them. Actually, just like to see the Astros win it. But it's going to be Astros pitching against their hitting. 
And they got, and it was really big, John. I think for the Astros to get this sweep, to not have to use Verlander one more time in this Yankee Ooh, series, yeah, yeah. you know, um, get things lined up. Verlander's gonna have a nice long rest like he's had throughout the postseason. It, it's all, it's all lining up. You know, it's it, it could not have lined up any better for them to to secure this second World Championship, which again scares the hell out of me. So I just want to put that out there, Sean. Something that drives other teams crazy. This pitching staff, this, this, of the seven starters they have, the only one who's not homegrown is Verlander. Yep. And shows what a great job they do have done in their farm system. And another thing is Luis Garcia has pitched once in which he was great in that 18-inning victory at Seattle. And Jose Kitty hadn't pitched one time. Yeah. And they in that I, I can't remember it was the pitching coach who said – we could have gone 30 in Seattle because of the pitchers they mm-hmm. still had. So they have a, a, the deepest starting staff. And when Ryan Stanick with the lowest DRA can get in one inning against the Yankees, one inning against the Mariners, you know, what does that say about the depth of the staff? The yep. way Brian, Brian Abreu has emerged and taken his place yep. in the role with the team. And Stanick's been a good team guy but man oh man and you you hope that's the way it stays they don't have another 18 inning game but i have never seen an astro pitching staff with the depth and the versatility that this one has going back to my first game in history in 1962 and john i'm rooting for an 18 inning game in this world series because that'll plunder the phillies the astros as you just pointed out they've got the wherewithal to withstand an 18 inning game i feel like if they're playing i mean it would have been fascinating would have been if that were happening in an LCS, not an LDS that ended that series. Cause it was game three, but if that were a series that had to go another couple of games and those two teams played 18 innings, I mean, advantage Astros all day long against any, any other team in baseball, like Jose or John, you just said it. Jose or hasn't pitched yet in the postseason. guy won like 15 games this year. <laughs> and he might not the way they're going. He might not. Yeah. Only if he has to. And if they, their blueprint right now for things going well does not involve Jose Urquidy having to pitch in a game. You know, it's they've, they've got a formula, and if they execute it, and so far, seven for seven, they've executed it, uh, you know, for the most part, every time out. Not every game's gone as smoothly as some, but, uh, man, this is just – this team's a joy to watch and to root for. 